If you own a home, an investment property, or if you're looking to become a homeowner in the Las Vegas area, don't change the station. Because it's time for the most comprehensive, informative, and interactive mortgage and real estate show in Nevada. Rent it, buy it, revive it. Brought to you by Residential Bank Corp. Your first and only choice when looking for home financing. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time. Here's the host, producer, and senior loan officer at Residential Bank Corp, Brian Feldman. All right. It is our house, and here we go on a Friday night in Las Vegas, just after 6 o'clock, and this is Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. The show that is keeping Las Vegas informed about the ever-changing housing market and on all the current home financing programs and options available in the state and around the country. The show is being brought to you by Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time with integrity, experience, and quality customer service. I'm the host, Brian Feldman, and you can catch us right here on KSHP 1400 AM every Friday night at 6. We're also streaming live on the KSHP website. That's KSHP.com. That's cl- just click listen live and you'll be on board. Uh, you can also watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. YouTube after the show, the podcast is available on the Residential Bank Corp Facebook page and website as well. Quickly, a little about me. I'm a former host of the radio shopping show here on KSHP, and I've been hosting another sports talk show on Sunday mornings at 8 for over 10 years now. The show's on a station just barely down the dial. I can't give out the call letters, as that would be considered a conflict of interest, but what I can say is on that station, you can hear all of the Vegas Gold Knights games, and there is a huge one tomorrow here in Las Vegas against the reigning Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. One you don't want to miss if you don't not go into the game. I would schedule someplace to go and see. It should be a great one, especially the way both teams are playing right now. But that being said, my profession, you know, the job that pays the bills and puts food on the table, I am a branch manager with the best mortgage lender in Las Vegas, Residential Bank Corp. And tonight, joining me in the KSHP Residential Bank Corp studio, for the entire show is my social media director. I should say the show's social media director. He is absolutely a phenom when it comes to social media, putting things together. He is also a teacher in Pahrump, teaching math, right? Wow, incredible. And that is, uh, of course, we'll give him his, his proper introduction right now. I'm speaking of Spencer the Wiz Ostrovsky. Yes, he does have his own theme music, and it's well-deserved. Spencer also is responsible for making sure the video portion of the show is on point. And as you can see, by if you're watching the show on YouTube or on Facebook Live, you can see Spencer is definitely doing his job as always tonight. And he's sitting across from me because Spencer and his girlfriend, who I think eventually will be a little bit more than a girlfriend, is uh, looking into about purchasing their first, very first home in Nevada. Spencer's only about uh, not even two full years removed from college, and he's already looking at buying his first home teaching and doing a ton of stuff for several radio shows in the state of Nevada. So Spencer's an ideal candidate, and Spencer and I have talked off air a couple times, and he is concerned a bit about what's going on in the mortgage industry. So Spencer's going to express his concerns, which probably some of you have out there. And uh, we're also going to, and I'll answer some of his questions. And we're going to do a little extended version tonight in just a short while of the CEO Corner Residential Bank Corp. CEO um, will be joining us on the Residential Bank Corp, uh, actually on, on video and also on the Residential Bank Corp studio line. And that is Corey Wood. Corey is going to join us today. And we've got some great stuff to talk about. The one thing I want to tell you, and I'm going to put a question out there uh, for you or uh, a thought and Corey will accentuate on this as we will for most of the show today what sellers can do to enhance their property and make it more attractive to prospective buyers. We have an answer for you. Corey's got a great answer for you. And we've got some programs that will make selling your house a pleasurable experience. Not that it's an unpleasurable experience. Probably the biggest unpleasure, if if, if that's even a way to put it, would be that right now um, people are noticing that they list their house. And in some cases, that house is sitting there. And Corey's going to talk about, again, the longer the property sits on the market as a, listing, a listed house, people start thinking, what's wrong with it? Why is it sitting on the market for so long? And things start 
going through their, their heads. And then they've got the realtors to bank on as to why. So again, we're going to talk to you about that. And if so, if you're, if you're thinking of selling out there and becoming a seller, realtors talking to uh, sellers to put, to try to become their listing agent, you might want to wish, listen, because again, we are going to talk about what you can do to enhance the property and make it more attractive um, to prospective buyers. And we'll talk about that in a little bit when we have Corey on the show. Once again, guys, the, the show is uh, interactive, and that does mean that your calls and questions are welcome. So you can reach out on the question forum, or you can call the KSHP Residential Bank Corp studio line at 702-221-7283. And do me a favor, if you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell your friends Anyways, I mean, if they're not homeowners right now, I'm sure eventually they want to be, and we've got the goods every Friday night to set them straight and make homeownership dreams a reality right here on Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. We're going to get things rolling right now, bring them on screen. Uh, literally a, a, a huge part of this show, a huge part of my life, and a guy that I'm looking very forward to putting him into his first home in the state of Nevada. My guess is he'll probably be in the Pahrump area knowing him because that's where his family is located now. But you never know we find something appealing in uh you know a long blue diamond or something spencer may be interested but again spencer ostrovsky is joining the show our social media director uh teacher extraordinaire at pahrump high school and uh, we're going to give you your just do spencer we're going to make him ch- clap for you too so and there is that wonderful social distancing audience. Matter of fact, I think for the duration of this show, no matter how many years it goes, and no matter how far we put the pandemic behind us, our audience will always be social distance. And it's probably good for them because that way they can go to sleep if they're not excited. But Spence, great to have you know have you on the show. I like you to join me whenever you get an opportunity to. And uh, first, I want to ask you how it's going. I know you know you've got so many things that you have your hands in the fire on besides television production. You know, doing so many things for my show on the other station that we talk about stuff that you do here lee goldberg the realtor uh goldberg the realtor has has solicited your business and is uh is taking care of you and you're taking care of him for i understand real well but um what's going on man how is everything and now you've jumbled teaching your first year as being an actual teacher a full-time teacher we should say in Pahrump. yeah it's uh it, it does feel like a bit of a whirlwind at times you know it's funny i just saw danny on the way out the last time I talked to him, my life was in such a complete different direction. I felt like I was talking like to a different person. Like I, I don't even recognize myself when I'm talking to you. But no, it, it has been good. It's stressful, obviously. I'm working like two and a half jobs at the current moment, so I'm working seven days a week technically. Uh, but you know, it's it's all worth it in the end. You know, when you when you get hard work, it, it pays off. And you know, I started off from a very low point when I first met you. You know, at least like financially, however you want to say it. You know, I wasn't in the best place in life, and it, it's cool to see that I've worked, you know, so far <laughs> from where I was, and I'm only getting better. And I have the desire again to be competitive and just grow in what I do and, and be proud of my work as well. And that is cultivating, you know, hopefully doing some business with you this summer and getting into my first house, which has been a goal for a long time. Well, Spencer, typically when you work hard, it manifests into a lot of other things, as you know. And I tell people a lot, you know, I get this, you know, not knowing much of my background, but, you know, people that I'll meet or know that I'm on the radio, as you know, you've been around me and with me when this kind of thing has happened. And, you know, people like, God, you're so lucky you get to be on Fox Sports Radio and you do these talk shows and, and, and you've got this beautiful office and I work for this great company and this great employer and a great guy and you know I hear this kind of stuff and people are like you're so lucky and I'm like you know better I scratch my head because it's funny and and you can relate to this entirely because we both are very similar people this you know it seems the harder I work the luckier I get I don't know if there's some correlation with hard work and and getting luckier but you know really you know you, you know there's a great that, that great and you've seen it and I've watched it everyone's familiar with the secret and I think it's an incredibly um, it's it's very um, intuitive as far as getting into your mind and you know helping you to be better yourself in life and gives you actual tools to move forward. But in there, there's a very big message. They talk about if you want a Ferrari, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing the the author was into Ferraris, but they they say you know if you want when it's achievable, but you can't sit on your couch and expect it to materialize in your driveway. You got to go out and do things to make that happen, and and you're doing that. And and there's a lot of people out there that are doing things along those lines. You've got other friends of yours that. 
have graduated that are morphing into careers and eventually you morph into home ownership. You start off, you rent in your case, you're very for- fortunate that your parents are amazing people. Uh, sister's an amazing person and you get to live in Pahrump. Now your sister and her husband and their families move down there. You all kind of have a little commune going right. and I know you're probably going to look to buy your house in Pahrump when the time comes knowing you. I know that's where we'll start and of course we'll look outward depending on what's available and what makes most sense because you do a lot of driving working in Pahrump but now that you're teaching there that is advantageous for you but then again you're in you're in Vegas almost every other day if not every day helping people like me do their shows and and setting things up so you know those are things that we'll, when we when we sit down which is going to be fairly soon and start yeah. talking about you know the home ownership where you're going to be what is going to be a good price range and those things but and we might as well get this out right now on the air you have some concerns and the concerns are very valid and what they show me is that you're doing your due diligence you're staying abreast of things well beyond your scope of, of expertise and professionalism. And I know you get a lot out of the show. You've talked about that before, how it's cool, especially when Corey comes on and you learn so much about this industry. You know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if there's people out there that have watched that, and especially the CEO corner on the show, that have like said, you know what, mortgages might not be a bad thing. People, I want to warn you, first of all, Corey is kind of an anomaly. There's not a lot of people like this guy out there. So when you're interviewing, you want to get into this business. It's funny because Corey will like this we're getting a couple questions i see that you're passing over to me right now about people asking about the industry and you know come talk to us if you're interested and i'm not saying by any means there's not a lot of tremendous shops out there because there are tremendous people and i know some owners of some great companies that have solicited me to leave where i'm at well it's hard to leave when you find the perfect home which is what we're going to look for for you it's kind of hard to move out of it and uh you know and right now we're buckling down the hatches and we're finding ways to get more creative not just so we can stay in business but so we can continue you to help prospective Nevada homeowners and to help people that are looking to be able to do something with their equity. Now is still a good time. Now, I've talked a great deal, and I know I've already handled some of your little objections with my soliloquy there, but the truth of the matter is, Spence, it is nerve-wracking. You're getting ready. You see sometimes how, let's say, remember I use positive terms, how fascinated I get sometimes with some of the things that are required to get the process from the beginning to the end. Believe it or not, as you've learned, through watching me. This process, people, if you're out there and you're, you're dealing with this and your loan officer's calling you other other day and asking for a pay stubber for this, again, it is to protect you. It is, it is so to make sure that you are who you are. First of all, that somebody's not using your identity, which we established pretty quickly. But these, these things are in place to protect you, to make sure we're putting you into to a perfect situation. You can afford the home you're getting in. That And, and sometimes you don't even realize that maybe when we break it down and we sit out for the initial interview that you can't afford that it, it, maybe it's not economically feasible for you to move in this so you look at maybe something a little bit less and that happens from sitting down with somebody who's knowledgeable in the industry and understanding it but in a nutshell Spence right now what would you say are your biggest concerns getting ready to be a first time homeowner it, it, it has to be housing prices so I've been looking on you know Zillow like every other like person my age does that's just what we do and I would. I just looked it up. So me and my girlfriend together, we're considered middle class. But I don't know. Some of the houses we looked at in our price range were a little scary. So I guess it depends on how well you know Las Vegas. What people don't realize is how big the city is. They, I don't know. For some reason, they still think it's the Strip. But I mean, you think about Summerlin. Is that? It's that's only a small part. Henderson is its own entire city. Like there are a lot of places. So I don't know if we were looking in the wrong places, but we were a little bit worried that the price range for what seems to be a decent income combined between the both of us isn't really going to get us in a nicer area. Especially you know if we eventually start a family. I, I agree with you, Spence. And the one thing you've gotten to, to know in this market, and you, you're working for one right now, is you've met some pretty cool realtors coming in here, and they all, I, I, you know, you know the way I talk about you to all of them. So any one of them would be thrilled to work with you. But that's going to be the job of your realtor, finding you that perfect home. My job and our job at Residential Bank Corp is going to be making sure we put you into the perfect program to purchase that home with. And that's what we're, we're coming up with. I know your situation, but, you know, and we've already discussed it. And I appreciate you rehashing on something we talked about. But that's going to be the key is picking out the perfect realtor. You've got, I know you've got a couple in mind already, some that might even be mad if you don't choose them because you've met so many. So that might be your biggest, your biggest challenge might be picking out your realtor as a to getting your house because any one of these guys that have come on this show they work their butts off to make sure that that 
people get into the perfect situation, are into where they're supposed to be, that's going to be the situation you're in. We're going to get you with the right person. You're going to tell them exactly what you're looking for. You're going to give them a geographic spectrum, and they will find you options. Guaranteed, a good realtor is not only going to find you options, but they are going to work on your behalf with sellers to make sure you are getting put in the, the perfect situation for you. Be it uh, seller concessions, be it uh, you know a little bit of assistance, purchase, you know, buying an interest rate down, if that's the route we want to go. Corey's got some tremendous ideas for people just like you uh, that can potentially look at doing something like this to get into a home, and that is you know, uh, an opportunity to get a lower rate depending on the home that you choose. But we're going to get into that in a minute with Corey. But aside from that, you know, is it is it worrisome? Like from, from you know, to rent, you can move when you want. What is? And this is we've talked about it, but I want to hear it from you, and I'd like the audience here. Why is it important for you and your girlfriend to buy a house now, as opposed to going out and you know moving into your first place together? Why not rent to make sure that you're doing the right thing? And I think you've got the right reasons why you're looking to purchase, but I want the audience to hear that. Yeah. Well. We can't do this again, like again for an entire year. I mean, we're in a very serious relationship, obviously. So me traveling from Prump, I only get to see her, you know, maybe three times a week, if that. You know, mostly two times. So we we both agree that we're not going to go in another school year or whatever the case. I end up doing away from each other like this. So we know we want to. You know, I love hearing that. Puts a big, big cheesy smile on my face. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we just—it's just not. We're we're going in the right. We're going in such a direction that it just. But why buy as opposed to rent? But the thing is, we don't. We know we want to. If we get together and we're very serious, we know within the next you know few years or such, if we get married, that we want to start a family. I don't want to be in the middle of renting between places or staying anywhere. Like when I have my first kid, I want to own a home because that's a very important investment in your life. I want to have something like that in my possession, you know, when I have a child, because if I can't afford to buy a home, that means I'm financially stable enough too to have a kid. And and that's also part of it for me. And, you know, I'm not too worried about interest rates. They are what they are. I mean, they've I assume that they're only going to go up as time goes on. Like now, whatever the rate is now, I'm sure in two years, like, oh, wow, could you imagine? Remember in 2022 when interest rates were six point or what, you know, whatever they are. I don't follow the mortgage industry like you do. But, you know, I think that if we can get to the right monthly payment, which is what we're really focused on, the rest will fall in place because I know and she works. She's an extremely hard worker. I am, too, that if we can afford what we have now. If you combine that together with a, you know an increase in salary or income over the next couple of years, we'll be really happy. I, I know we just talked about it, but again, with our, our, our biggest concern is area. We just want to make sure we're in a nice place because we plan on being there for a really long time. And that's when you told me that, and we sat down and we talked about it, and you said, look, I, the reason I want to buy, because we talked about it, we sat down and did a little bit of analysis, not like we're about to do in the near future, but you said if we want to buy um, right now, um, you know what, was, what, what, what were the determining factors? And one of them spent which which is is tremendously well like you said you said you know if i can't afford to own a home then i can't afford to have a family and i and i really i've never thought about things like that and i thought it was really a well said thing and the other thing is you're saying well you know say we 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 get engaged and we get married in two years from now and we've had this home for two years man we can use the equity in our home to pay for our wedding to help us set up with it so it's thinking ahead, it's foresight, and that's what you need to do because, again, some people are in a position where they need to rent right now, and I completely appreciate that. Some people are in a position <laughs> where, well, well, some people are in a position, Spencer, where the rent is so affordable still, and purchasing might not be because things have kind of shifted. I, I know people in that situation, but for the most part, and I'll stay this, but we're going to go to a quick break, and we're going to come right back with Corey Wood for the remainder of the show. The uh, CEO Corner is going to be incredible tonight as we are going to talk to you, sellers about ways to make your home more attractive and it's really cool getting into the the process and something that can help your realtor to help you sell your home and and we're going to get into that i'm really excited about that but again having the foresight spencer to look down the road and see this is how we're going to build our future you've really paid attention and it's cool because like i've said forever i preach this forever unless you are independently wealthy and i feel like a broken record maybe i should get a t-shirt with this on it but unless you're independently wealthy Typically, the, the purchases of your houses throughout your life will be the most important investments you make and will be the greatest thing towards your future. I always say I, I absolutely encourage any kind of retirement plan, be it a 401k, be it an, a, a, an IRA, a Roth IRA, even insurance, potential insurance policies that maybe are interest bearing. I love all of that, but still your investments 
of your homes, the purchase of your homes, are going to be the biggest and most significant investments you make in your life throughout the course of your life. And that is why start as soon as you can. Don't be the person that rents and says, ah, you know, I'll buy eventually, and then kicks themselves two years later like a lot of people have done recently and said, man, if I would have bought my home two years ago, I would have so much equity right now. My life, Literally, in some cases, some of my clients that have come to me for cash out refinances, it is life-changing money for them, and they did nothing but buy a home a couple of years ago. That's all they did, and now they have life-changing money that can help them through tough times. That is part of the benefit of home ownership. There's tax benefits, which again, I'm not going to go through those on the show, but those are things you can talk to your accountant on, but there are so many benefits of home ownership and probably the biggest one is peace of mind and we'll get into that and again we're going to talk to you sellers out there you prospective sellers about how to make your home more appealing in today's market where uh we're not getting offers there's not seven eight people deep trying to buy the same home anymore we're happy in some cases i know homes have been on the market for two months now they're happy to just get any kind of offer on their property Corey wood is going to address all of that shortly spencer you'll still be here i want you to stick around i appreciate you as always uh there's some questions go ahead and answer the questions in the forum that you're getting right now because you can see them so answer those privately people spencer will get to your questions about new home ownership he's the perfect guy to get that we're going to get to Corey wood and the ceo corner that was supposed to start early but you know i'm long-winded so it'll start after the break and Corey will be with us the rest of the show but i promise you you want to stick around and you do not want to miss this Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar is a new standalone sports bar and gaming facility in downtown Las Vegas. Located just down the road from Cashman Field at 931 North Las Vegas Boulevard, Kickers is the perfect place to watch and hear all your favorite games and sporting events. A unique and intimate atmosphere that includes 17 big screens and 15 gaming machines. Kickers caters to hockey fans with a center ice package. And when our Vegas hockey team is playing, enjoy $2 shots throughout the game and free shots every time they score. For football season, Kickers has the NFL ticket and is a Green Bay Packers bar. During every Packers game, Kickers gives away jerseys and raffles off Packers gear. Kickers is also the place to go for UFC fights and pay-per-view events because they show them all. And Kickers pays it forward like no other establishment in Las Vegas. Welcoming first responders and frontline workers with 50% off their tab all day. Every day. Follow Kickers on social media to stay informed about all their events, viewing parties, and happenings. One visit and you'll become a regular. Check it out today. Kickers Gaming and Sports Bar. Downtown Las Vegas at 931 North Las Vegas Boulevard. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro and I'm hosting my new show, Pushing the Limits, right here on KSHP starting Monday, February 21st, noon to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Listen, it's a show like no other in the Valley. We're covering it all here, local and national sports. Of course, the Raiders, the Knights, Aces, UNLV, and more. I'll bring you some of the biggest names on the planet when it comes to entertainment. I'll also cover big local news stories that affect you and even sprinkle a little politics into the equation. Find another show that does all that, and I'm not afraid to cover anything that matters. But here's the best part. I've always done this throughout my career, and I'm going to continue to do it. Push New Limits will be the most interactive show in town. I'll always give our listeners an opportunity to sound off. So please join me starting February 21st, noon to 2 p.m., Monday through Friday, right here on KSHP, and find out how I push the limits every day. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. Listening to Rent It, Buy It, Refi It, brought to you by Residential Bank Corp, funding America one neighbor at a time. I'm the host, Brian Feldman. We are here every Friday night, 6 to 7 p.m. on KSHP 1400 AM, KSHP.com. Click Listen Live and you'll be on board if you want to listen that way. Also on YouTube and Facebook Live, you can check us out as well. And uh, again, some of the best advice in the mortgage industry. We're about to give you some really good stuff right now. Are you ready to get the inside scoop? 
Updates on interest rates, home financing programs, industry secrets and projections you can't get anywhere but right here on Rent It, Buy It, Refi It. That's right. It's time for the CEO Corner with Residential Bank Corp Chief Executive Officer Corey Wood with this week's State of the Mortgage Industry Address. Now, here's Corey. And I just never get tired of that guy's voice. You know, people tell me I have a good voice, and then I, I play his, and I'm like, come on, listen to him. It, it, better than Ed McMahon, for God's sakes. Corey gets a better welcome than Johnny Carson used to get every day because uh, John is an unbelievable voice in Las Vegas, and uh, th- I thank him all the time for being gracious enough to do that. But it is time for the CEO Corner, my favorite time of the show, and I'll tell you, it has been a, cu- a hectic couple quick days. As I said, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I, I got nothing to hide about anything, and Corey knows I try to be trained transparent as hell as heck let's put it that way but you know the thing is is um i uh, a couple days ago i'm out at an appointment i'm with one of my new favorite realtors katie warren who's phenomenal she's going to be great and we're talking about a mutual client we meet for a early dinner so we can discuss this new potential client i'm flying i got a doctor's appointment right afterwards i run out to my car because of course you know i talk just a little tiny bit so of course i'm running right at the last second and i get in my car and finally my car decided that wednesday was the day it was going to die That was it. It was just not going to start. So, you know, here I am, a brand new realtor, uh, and I've got, you know, you know, just hugged her goodbye, and I got a caller on the phone like, hey, Katie, do you mind turning around and coming back and see if we can jump my car? I mean, just incredible, you know, and, and the funny thing was, and I told Corey this story a little bit earlier when we talked on the phone, and I got really excited about what he was suggesting we talk about tonight, but I was telling Corey the story, and this is absolutely the truth. I'm kind of belly aching a little bit, you know, I'm sitting in the flatbed, I'm paying $130 to, for my car to get towed two miles, and, you know, I'm thinking, God, I just met this, had this great meeting, but I missed my doctor's appointment. I need. I really needed to go in for this checkup. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And next thing I know, I see this person pushing a, a shopping cart across the street. And it looked like you know I'm, I'm trying. I for some reason I'm just seeing God. What kind of shoes does he have? Because those are like black shoes. I'm thinking like why would the guy wear dress shoes and not like tennis shoes or something? You know. Or I mean, and, and Spencer, it wasn't it, Corey. It wasn't his shoes as I as I told Corey earlier. It was his feet. I mean, this guy probably hadn't bathed in a year and a half. And I'm not in no way am I making jokes. There's nothing like that. I'm saying all of a sudden I was over overwhelmed with humility like holy cow here I am upset about my car getting towed my starter going the economy this that and the other this poor guy would probably give everything he has which isn't a lot but everything he has to be in my situation and have my problems and all of a sudden everything just changed it was like a light came over me and I thank God for that because that one 100% is our Lord and Savior that does that and reminded me of how blessed I really am and to to quit bellyaching about any and be so happy that I get to live the life that I have, that I'm in the position of them, that I have the jobs that I have, that I have the family that I have. I'm so incredibly blessed. And there's times that we all forget that out here. So don't let the economy or anything or this world or the pandemic, what you've got that's most valuable out there, people. And I realize it again, it's time. And this at this time, everything's great in my life. What in the heck? You know, and I've said this before. I've even said this to you, Corey. You've heard me say it, but I've said, you know, hey, if I start complaining, somebody needs to whack me over the head or something. I mean, this is ridiculous. I live a dream life. I don't have to be super wealthy or super anything. I just get to wake up every morning, feel good, and I've got a ton of people out there that I enjoy being with that seem, at least they pretend to be enjoy being around me. So, you know, enjoy your life, people. Don't look at the negative things. Don't look at even, and I bring that up as we start to talk about interest rates and stuff, but seriously, there are so many silver linings out there. You can always find a cloud in the sky if you look hard enough. Isn't it so much better to look for blue sky, Corey? Hey, Brian, I think it's all about perspective. Uh, you know, when you think you have a down day and you're having a tough time, you know, look at other people, look at Ukraine, look at other people in the world, you know, how much we have here in the U.S. between food, clothing, you know, healthcare. We have everything we could ever imagine having. Uh, and sometimes you've just got to look beyond that to, you know, appreciate and thank God for everything you do have. So, you know, it's a matter of being gracious and, uh, you know, thankful for what you've got here in the U.S. because we have a blessed life here. 
No question about it. And first and foremost, it's good to see you. Great, great to have you on the video again. Corey's running around, and all the guy does in all seriousness, just about every day, besides getting up super early in the morning to take care of his body and his health, he immediately gets on, f- figures out what the rates are going to be, what everything is going to be, and then it's immediately, okay, what programs, what can we do to help people out there get houses, to get refinanced? What can I do to keep my employees happy, to make sure that they're making a living? And this is what the guy spends all of his time doing. You call him up, you know, all of a sudden I get a call, I'm like, oh my God, it's Corey, what, what happened? Something went wrong. Hey, Brian, I, how you doing? I just want to see how you're doing today. Is everything? I mean, I'm serious. This is the way it is. I'm not, I'm not blowing up smoke up anybody's backside. This is the way that it is. This is my life. And, you know, when I get a call, I get excited to answer the floor because I'm usually getting praised or being made feel good. How many of you guys have jobs out there or or professions out there where you, where you get that? I don't know. But, Corey, it's pretty cool. And, yeah, I'm kissing your butt a little bit. I want to make sure I don't get laid off or anything in the future. But, no, in all seriousness, I am being 100% serious. It, it is incredible. And what we're going to talk about today and what you brought up earlier, I have been really excited about today. Obviously, dealing with my car, I've been a lot of time to, to put into stuff. But we've been dealing with this for so long that it's second nature. But what can sellers do, Corey, to enhance their property? Because, again, it is a fact that the longer a property sits on the market these days, the less attractive it becomes because questions pop up into prospective buyers and into buyers, realtors' minds, something must be wrong with this property. It's overpriced. There's something wrong with it that we don't know about. I mean, why does it sit on the market? Corey has ideas to make sure that doesn't happen to you. So, Brian, um, you know, I I think the mortgage side and the real estate side is going to be more intertwined than it ever has been um, because we're working with our realtors more than ever um, to work with their sellers. So, you know, you know, if you go back, you know, seven, eight months ago, you know, we were averaging on single family homes here in Las Vegas Valley, about 1,700 to 2,000 homes a month. Now it's between 7,500 and 8,000 homes per month that are out there. So you have a large pool of homes out there. It's really, how are you going to set your home apart and more attractive than a, you know, like for like home in your market? And it really comes down to affordability. You know, I heard Spencer talking, you know, price, but it, with the price it's payment so you know everybody that's renting is concerned about their rent payment because rents have been going up and you know i hear this from a lot of first-time home buyers they want to get into a home they want to know that they've got a set payment they want to know where their payments are going to be that their landlord's not going to come to them and at the you know renewal of their lease going to raise their lease payments because we've had a lot of people we know employees we know that started out at you know one point and now they're they're much higher than where they were. So when you get into a home, it's really looking at the payment, making sure you can afford it. And if you go back to December, end of December, beginning of January, you know, if you go to the Federal Reserve in St. Louis, you can see that the rates were average 30-year fixed was right around three percent. Currently, the rates as of yesterday um, are averaging at 6.94%, almost 7%. So that's a 4% increase in, you know, basically eight, nine months. So it, it's it's a large increase. And if you were looking at the average home price of our average loan amount of $400,000, you know, that could be an increase of almost $1,000 a month in your payment. So what we're, what we're doing is we're working with realtors and we're working with sellers. Um, we've got a lot of sellers that are starting to list their properties with us um, or list them with the real estate agent and they're working with us in paying closing costs. And those closing costs are in discount points to buy the rates down. So your average rate, let's say is 7%, you know, you can go into a buy down, it's a temporary buy down, you know, rate would start somewhere in the low fives, let's say, you know, five and a quarter, the first year, second year goes to six and a quarter, and third year goes to seven and a quarter. And what that does is it gives you a break in those first couple of years. But the reason we're doing this, and we're making it more affordable is that, you know, Fannie Mae came out on CNBC and CNBC reported that, you know, our rates next year, you know, sometime are going to be in the four to 5% range. So right now it's getting people into that home, making sure that they can afford it. 
and making sure the affordability is there. So you know, we've gone out to realtors and we're pitching this to sellers. And if you can make your home more attractive to a home buyer payment wise, it's going to have a higher you know probability of selling over a like for like home. So it, you know I'm not sure if you've got the flyers that you can bring up or show your show the um, individuals here, but you know we've got one home that you know was just um, put out today. Um, you know it's got a five and a quarter start rate on a buy down. So for the first year it's at five and a quarter. Second year's at six and a quarter, and the third year's at seven and a quarter. And the APR is listed right there, Brian. I off the hand let's see apr on that would be 7.719 but let's say let's say you were to pay this off next year in a refinance there's a reserve account that we've set up for the seller and that reserve account basically pays down the principal balance so if you pay that off before you get to that third year uh, adjustment whatever's in that reserve account actually pays your balance down so if you pay it off early, it benefits you as a home buyer, and you know exactly where your payments are going to be on this. And you know the going rate is right around seven percent right now in that range. So worst case is you end up on the you know third year basically where the rates are currently at right now. Yeah, and that that's that's the key is you're you're getting an alleviation. I always say you know, and, and Spencer, this is something Corey Spencer and I talked about as well. Is you know when you first rent that first house, you get your your payment, your your rent payment, and you're like, oh my god. Then next thing you know, two years later, you move and you increase it a couple hundred dollars. You're like, well, how am I going to do this? And all of a sudden, it becomes second nature. It's moving up. This kind of allows you to do that. It lets you settle into your home, and it's just like getting rent raised. The difference is, at the end of the couple of years, you have the you you have an opportunity to refi. Uh, number one, to get a lower rate, but number two is, you are accustomed to this payment now. And I tell everyone, Corey, the people that I'm looking at right now and I'm speaking with, and they're like, "Well, you know, we we you know hesitation," and I said, "The key is." In a couple of years, what's really cool about this, you buy the home now. Even say you just you, you don't do the buy down program and you do a, you do a, a standard conventional FHA purchase, and say things get a little bit better and and we're, we're looking forward to that. Fannie Mae has been quoted saying things would get better in the third quarter of this of next year. So say that happens and you come in your refi and you're all of a sudden you're saving two to three hundred dollars a month on your mortgage payment. Why not? keep making the same mortgage payment, you're used to it, and just take that additional money and put it towards the principal balance of your loan and cut down your amortization schedule. That's something you can do to give yourself. That's helping yourself. That is that is that is what when you people say investing in yourself. That's exactly what you're doing. It's better than putting the money in the bank. You're putting this. You're you're, you're lowering your mortgage. Your 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 overall um, amortization schedule. You're shortening it tremendously. So it just it's one idea. Like I told Spencer, once you get used to that payment, yeah. If you want to all of a sudden give yourself a two hundred two hundred dollar three dollar a month raise go for it but you can also use it to continue to put equity into yourself which is into your house but again this buy down program Corey, and a lot of people we are getting questions on it it's it's really simple and it's it's fairly simple i would prefer myself i'm going to let Corey elaborate on it more right now but i would prefer myself and again i'll give you my number 702-964-5720 emily give me a call we'll talk all about it and i'll explain to you how it works but it is absolutely real you were talking about an interest rate starting at at literally 2% below what you would get based on today's interest rate. And that's going to be whatever day you come in or whenever you've got your under contract and we're able to lock the rate, that's where you're going to be at. 2% below where you were at now if everything works out. And again, it's an unbelievable program, but sellers, again, for those of you out there, and I, I think I've seen one question from a seller. Yes, give me a call. I'll explain it to you. And I'll explain it to your realtor. Have them give me a call, your, your, your agent, your listing agent, and I'll explain to them how this works. But it is an opportunity for you to make that property very attractive. And as Corey, we were talking, and Corey's saying, your neighbor's house, it might be the exact same house exactly when you drive past it on the outside. Be a track home. And all of a sudden, you look and you're like, wow, why is this house so Why are there 50 people in the driveway looking at this house and not in mine? This is what does it. Yeah, Brian, it, it just comes down to the affordability and payments like, uh, you know, Spencer was talking about, you know, he's looking at a lot of homes, he's looking at prices. And at the end of the day, if you have a comparable home in that same market, you have two homes and one has a lower payment on it, which one are you going to choose? You're going to choose the one with the lower payment at the end of the day. And that lower payment is subsidized by the seller a lot of the time. So instead of the seller having that property listed for three, four months on the market and doing price reductions, because we've seen a lot of price reductions in the market, we're still getting the value 
values are still supported, but you might have a seller reducing their sales price by five or six or 7% over a period of time. Why not take a percentage of that and put that into buying that rate down for the sell for the buyer and helping them out? And that's what that's what we're doing. We're seeing listing agents present this to their sellers and the sellers and listing agents are getting very excited. Um, one other thing that we hear a lot and we get from our you know new home buyers, first time home buyers and just buyers in general is, you know, when should I buy? You know, should I buy now? Should I wait? So it's like stocks and real estate are very similar. You don't know when to enter the market, but if you're going to buy a stock or real estate long-term, it, it's always going to be a good buy. Cause you look at, you know, back during the meltdown in 2008, when stocks basically plummeted, they all came back and they, they ended up being higher than where they were. Same thing with home values. So if you're planning on buying a home at the end of the day and staying there long-term, you know, you're not, you're not going to buy it at, you know, the low it, it's, virtually impossible to hit but if you're planning on staying there a long time real estate is your best one of the best hedges against inflation so um, it's really just entering the market a lot of our home buyers you know they pulled out of the market in July and August and you know September and October we've seen a lot of them entering back into the home buying market because they're realizing that you know real estate is there and they want something secure and they want to proceed forward with their home buying purchase really what we're doing on our side is just trying to get you into a payment that's a affordable that can carry you through until you can refinance to a lower payment when the interest rates drop again. Absolutely. And, you know, Jane, just to answer your question real quickly, um, if your realtor, if you're telling your realtor, look, I really want that house, but it's a little above your asking price. And he's saying, you know, we can't offer lower. It's, it's an insult. One of two things, either you know, trust your realtor. He, he's good with the market. He knows maybe it's already at the bottom level. Get him to explain to you why he or she would not want to go in and make a different type of an offer. And if that's the case, if it's been more than one property, which it looks like you're alluding to, then maybe there's a problem. Maybe it's time to look for a different realtor. I don't know what to tell you, but the bottom line is just like, like me, like Corey, like all of the realtors out, we work for you. Our job is to work for you. And you tell us now, again, you know, we have to do what's within the parameters of us being able to do. You've got to fit inside the, the boxes. But the bottom line is, is if you like a house a great deal, and it's a little tiny bit out of your price range, and I'm assuming that's what you're saying here, your realtor should be able to go in, and it's called making a, you know, countering what the purchase price is, and then let the, let the seller come back to you and say, no, we're not going to take this. But there is a negotiation process, and that's something you're Realtor, I'm sure is familiar with, and I'm hoping that his or her reasoning behind not um, not changing the offer is that it comes from knowledge and, and understanding. Wouldn't you think, Corey? Because what would be another reason that a realtor would not? And, and she's saying it's two houses now that he or she. She didn't tell me it's a man or woman realtor, but she said a realtor is a, okay. It's a woman. So she is not wanting to or willing to go in and negotiate. She doesn't want to go in and ask for the purchase price. She said she would ask for some concessions or something. What she's telling me, but she wouldn't ask for the price to be reduced. Why would you think that would be? Well, I'm going to touch on two things for you, Brian. Um, first of all, I think having a great realtor in this market or in any market is absolutely crucial because what a good realtor is going to do, they're going to pull comparables that are in your market that you're going to be offering in. And they're going to tell you when you offer on this property, here are the recent sales in this area and here's what they sold for. And that's going to give you an idea of what a true value of that property would be and what it's going to appraise for. So if I'm ever talking to a realtor, because I can tell you this, Brian, I, I buy properties in, in different states. And when I buy a property in a different state, and I deal with a realtor, they're going to pull comparables for me and they're going to break that price down. And we're going to know we, we may go in a little bit lower than what the comparables were, but they're going to tell me, yeah, this may get approved. It may not. But, you know, as long as it's not so far out of the ballpark, it's, it's a, a waste of time of even submitting it. They're going to submit an offer. But I, I think the first thing, you know, if you're a home buyer, you should do is ask your realtor for, you know, a list to comparables for that property you're putting an offer in and and when you're talking comparables i'm talking you know similar square footage um similar room count um you know within let's say a mile radius of the property and anything that has sold within the last six months you want to look at the past six months um so that way it's truly comparable and a, and a great realtor is going to do this for you and then that way when you're making an offer you're not you're not questioning in your head did I, you know, did I offer too much for this property? You know, you'll you'll have 
basically the knowledge and the you know and the firepower you need and and the comfort to make that you know make that offer and feel comfortable with that purchase because buying a home is going to be probably the largest purchase you'll ever make in your life and when you make that offer you don't want to look back and regret it so i think comparables are the number one thing and if if you go to your realtor and say hey can i get a list of comparables so we can make a a good offer on this property they'll give you those comparables I've had a couple of questions, Corey, and I'll let you dive into this. Asking me about FHA, not FHA, excuse me, asking about condos and townhouses. Are they eligible for this this two uh, one buy down? And the answer is absolutely yes, they are. But again, and Corey, I'll let you I'll let you handle that with that one there. But I, I know the answer is. I mean, again, it's FHA. You know, it has to be if it's a condo, it's got to be FHA approved. But go ahead, Corey. Yeah, so so these programs are available on any kind of property, whether it's a condo or a townhome. Now, the difference between a townhome and a condo, they're, they're both going to have association dues, but a condo or a townhome is treated like a single-family residence. So when we're looking at that property, you, it's, it's ultimately a single-family where a condo, and, and the difference between a condo and a single-family is on a condo, you own the inside of the condo. You don't own the outside. So the outside is maintained by the HOA. Um, And then on a single family, you own the outside of that property. So when we're going through a true condo, um, you know, and it's going FHA, that condo has to be FHA approved. Now, conventional, it doesn't have to be approved. It just has to, you know, meet certain requirements, reserve requirements that the HOA needs to have. And, and we'll be able to tell you, you know, as soon as we get the homeowners association certification, we get that in and we'll tell you if it qualifies for a Fannie Mae loan. And, you know, Fannie Mae will allow you to put 3% down. So you can go in with a 3% down offer that's very similar than F- to FHA. So, you know, it's just a matter of looking at it. You give us the condo project and we'll do our research and uh, get you the information you need to make a, you know, qualified offer on that property. Yeah, we there there is opportunities. Again, these are questions you call call up, and again, we'll look at the scenario. We'll take a look at the property, and also when you're talking to your realtor, you know, if a realtor is showing you condos, I tell this to people all the time, and you are looking at, you know, you, you're going to be financing and and maybe putting as small of a down payment as you can on that. Make sure that the realtor is doing his due diligence and is checking. Talk to a loan officer. Uh, find out if the condo if that complex is FHA approved. And I've gotten questions on that before. And again, that's something I would rather discuss with you over the phone than on the radio show 702-964-5720 by all means give me a call and we'll talk about that but um yes condos are very very affordable doable it's not do not shy away from that and i see a couple people you know your loan officers it's not that they're incorrect when they're telling you well no you can't do this well maybe the type of program that you're looking to do the condo is not fha approved and you can't do it but there is other opportunities and other ways to purchase doing a conventional loan if you qualify for them. Maybe you've heard this and you haven't, but again, it's a conversation for um, when you give me a call. Corey, final thoughts on the the 2-1 buy down, on what can be done for this, you know, if if you're considering this right now or you're on the fence and you're thinking, I shouldn't buy a home, why should people consider coming in and really looking at this program and taking it seriously? Well, I I think the main thing is that it's giving you an interest rate in year one and year two below where the current market is at. So, I mean, if you're seriously considering buying a home, you're going to be, you know, right around on a 30-year fixed, right around 7% because that's the going rate. It's, you know, unfortunately, we've gotten up to that point. But this is just going to give you a break in those first two years. And that break, you know, the way we've set it up, you know, and the way sellers are, you know, paying closing costs are subsidizing a lower payment for you at the end of the day. There you go. And and finally, I'm, I'm smiling because I'm getting, getting a couple questions on, um, you know, you say now is the time to buy and people that are a little bit scared and on the fence and I've got a couple of them, you know, we're saying, and somebody just said, Brian, you just said that, you know, the, the feds were saying that potentially by the third quarter rates should be cut. Why shouldn't we just wait for that? I mean, we're in a situation now we'd have to maybe get out of our, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bit, the person didn't write the soliloquy, but uh, that, that you know, why, why basically, why should they right now maybe look at early renting, early getting rid of their rental property earlier, or I should say not their rental property, but stopping renting right now and going ahead and buying a house now where this person's saying, I could probably get out of my my lease, but I like what I'm paying rent right now. What would you say to that person? 
So Brian, Brian, I'm going to give you my perspective on this, you know, and I've talked a lot about this, you know, demand, supply and demand. There is a lot of demand from home from homeowners from California selling their homes and still moving here to Nevada. Two is inflation. Inflation is very, very high. Um, and, you know, that is pushing, you know, the values of properties and everything in general that we buy up. So if Basically, what CNBC reported Fannie Mae saying that sometime next year, and we're assuming towards the end of the year, the interest rates will be about 4% or in the 4% range. If that happens, at that time, we're going to enter a market that we were in previously where the affordability is right back there, and you're going to have home prices going up again in our market because the affordability in Nevada compared to California is night and day. You know, the you might have a home that's like for like in Orange County or L.A., that's selling for let's say eight hundred thousand, and they can come here and buy that same home for four hundred or five hundred thousand dollars. So it really comes down to the affordability. And if if Fannie Mae is correct and rates are going to be back down in the four percent range next year, we are going to see bidding wars again, and it's going to be right back at it where our values are going to be increasing because Nevada is a desirable market because there is no state income tax, and the affordability is much more affordable in California because you have an exodus of people. You know, you have the California population population declining and people coming here. So that that that's my perspective on it. Um, you know, I'm confident. I'm not selling my homes here. I'm 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 sitting on my homes here. I'm buying homes in other I was states. I'm going to say Corey's buying homes right now, people. Just so yep. you know, I know he is. So, yep. Corey, last question and we're going to make it quick, but I want to ask a question. Um I want to give Eileen a chance to chime in here. She just asked about um Oh my God! I lost my train of thought. Oh, arms. Sorry, Eileen. She asked. She said we never talk about adjustable rate mortgage. She said arms, but she's meaning adjustable rate mortgages in layman's terms. Why don't we talk about that? And is it something that us at Residential Bank Corp are going to offer? Is what she's asking me. Oh, we we currently offer arms. I told so you. so the the arm that we offer is a five year fixed. So it's fixed for five years, and then it turns into a six months six month adjustable after that. We currently offer it. You know the rates depending on your credit score range anywhere between five point seven five and six percent in that range. But it's all credit score driven. Um, so it is affordable. It's roughly about you know a full point. Uh, lower than the standard 30-year fixed. And for somebody who's saying, yeah, you know, I want an adjustable rate mortgage, it is unconventional. It's not on FHA. So most of our home buyers on the arms are putting 10% down, but we do have it available. And, you know, as soon as we run your credit, we see what your credit score is at. Um, you know, we can price you out on an adjustable rate mortgage. Eileen, it's funny. She's telling me, she says, you know, you're always saying that that the, the, the industry is cyclical and people do stuff with their mortgages every 3.1. And Eileen, I give you a lot of credit. Number one, I appreciate you listen to the show in detail like that and number two is no you are correct people just typically do something with their mortgage every about 3.1 years so yeah an arm does make sense for a lot of people but i think a lot of people love the stability of the 30-year fixed you know you just feel it's a safer feeling your, your house is fixed you can do something with it make a change on a five-year arm if you don't do something say at the end of five years well then your your rate is going to change and it's going to it's going to start adjusting with prime and we can discuss that as well again 702 964 5720. We're out of time. Corey, thanks so much for taking the extra time and helping people find out what they can do to enhance their property right now so it doesn't sit on the market for a lot of time. He is Corey Wood, the CEO. We appreciate you. Hey, Brian, it's always my pleasure. And, you know, for anybody listening, if you ever have questions, you can always reach out to Brian. And I'm always available as well. So Brian knows any of his consumers that are talking to him, if they want to talk to me, I always make myself available. So everybody have a great, great weekend. He's not kidding. He answers his phone. Corey, we love you, man. We'll talk to you real soon, and we're going to give you your proper farewell before we exit stage left. You've been listening to the CEO Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Residential Bank Corp's Chief Executive Officer, Corey Wood. Well, that does it. That was Corey Wood with the, the, the CEO Corner. And as you can hear from the background music, we are out of time. This has been Rented by Refied. I'm Brian Feldman. I want to thank uh, extensively Spencer, the Wiz Ostrowski, for sitting in studio with me and coming on and talking about his first-time home ownership. And, of course, Corey Wood, making your property more presentable and more sellable. I'm Brian Feldman again. Rented by Refied every Friday, 6 to You've 7. See you next week. Rented by Refied on KSHP, 1400 AM. If you own or plan to own a home in the state of Nevada, make sure to check out Brian 
Louie, and the rest of the Residential Bank Corp crew, along with the mortgage and real estate industry leaders and experts every Friday night at 6. Remember, if you're looking for any information regarding mortgage programs, go to residentialbankcorp.com or give Brian Feldman a call personally at 702-964-5720. Residential Bank Corp. Funding America one neighborhood at a time.